Welcome to the Time Machine with Trish and Mike. I am Mike. I am Trish. And we're glad you're back with us once again. Hello, Trish. Hello, Mike. Happy almost October. Uh, Yes, today is, of course, September 30th, which would make tomorrow October 1st, both in America and in Canada. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be something? Like, I know we've talked before, like, what if we had different, you know, Back, when, back when we talked about time zones, but what if we had yeah. different calendars, you know, and tomorrow wasn't Just we, we followed the Gregorian one and you guys didn't? Right. Like one of us is on the Gregorian, one of us is on the Julian. So, you know, <laughs> ha- happy, happy 2027 to you if you follow some other calendar or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Just, However it works. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a show. It's always, <laughs> it's, it's always a good sign when, when we start out with complete and utter nonsense right nonsense and giggles but yeah it is almost spooky season mm-hmm. so uh, there'll be halloween plans aplenty yes that yeah. will be uh that will be good something to look forward to i always love it when you're like when you cosplay and people are like well what are you gonna do like uh my students were asking me the other day they're like so like what are you gonna wear like you know and I'm, they're like you don't really dress up you can wear one of your cosplays i'm like i don't dress up what are you all talking about <laughs> like every <laughs> halloween i wear something cool well you know this is what is the interesting dilemma you know as you know cosplayers because that's how we we met through cosplay on instagram mm-hmm. which we're going to get to here in a minute because that's one of our topics in fact it's going to be the first one coming up after i shut up but um <laughs> <laughs> it's always interesting when we get to halloween because people are like on one hand they expect so much from you because you do all these costumes throughout the year. And then at the other time, it's like, or on the other hand, it's, well, I do all this stuff. I want to go easy on Halloween and not do like, I'm okay going and doing something simple that doesn't require a lot of effort because you put all the time, effort, money into the stuff throughout the year. (laughs) And depending what you're doing, like, you know, if if you're going to go out to, you know, as things are opening up, do you want to go out to a bar with one of your expensive cosplays that cost you a lot to, uh, it's like no. what if something happens and it gets ruined and you know mm-hmm. somebody's like oh let me play with your prop and they break yeah. it you know and it's like eh. no thanks and i know like coming as a, a female cosplayer um you know if you're gonna go out and people like you said tend to be more rambunctious around halloween or drink more you know if i'm dressed up as catwoman in my like skin tight suit Mm-hmm. I'm not going to feel super comfortable in that scene. And so then you do something where, you you know, you wear like a Batman shirt with maybe like the tail, like the the uh, store brand version yeah. of your cosplay. And not that there's anything wrong with wearing a store brand cosplay to a, a, no. cosplay, a, a convention no. or something. But it's just, you know, there are times when you need that comfy, more casual version of your cosplay. And uh, have I ever told you about the Halloween bar that we have here? The Halloween bar? Is it a year-round bar or is it only yes. a special bar? Nope. There, there's no. a bar downtown. We have a, a Halloween bar. It's called Cocktails and Screams. Okay. And it's it's a whole Halloween theme. It bar. already sounds like a place I wouldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> I am such a wuss. Uh, well, I'd be worried something would pop out at me or something. I don't know. There's, you, you would be okay there. You'll, you'll survive. Okay. okay. I, 
we whenever you make the the great Florida trip, we can the great the great Florida trip of we, 20, we, we can, 20, blah, 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 blah. 20, we 22, <laughs> I think is what you're trying to say. Um, I, I might I might have a connection there. I'm just saying we might could make something happen. Oh. And that's all I'll say on that. We'll go on to um, our first story. Uh, our first story. All right. Well, October 6th, 2010. Instagram is going to be founded. So, of course, 11 years ago, I, in my wildest dreams, would never have thought that a social media platform would become so important in my world. (laughs) Like when Facebook was first founded, it was Mm -hmm. a really big deal, right? Like it changed how people connected. And I was like, yeah, whatever, Facebook, Instagram. Maybe it's more my speed because it's it was primarily founded as a photo sharing yep. social media site, right? right? It all came about with the the founder. Um, he wanted he, like he was really big into photography, and that's just what he really wanted to start it with. And then it morphed into what we know it is now, right? But yeah, if you had told Trish back in 2010, <laughs> you know that I was going to meet some of my most important friends, or I was going to meet my significant other through this social media app, I would have not believed you. No, I totally same. <laughs> you know, I mean, like I, I had my space, you know, I think did you have my space, Trish. I did not have my space. Okay. No. Right. So I, I, I had, I had a live journal. Does that count? Okay. I, I, <laughs> I think I started one. I never did anything with it though. Cause I had a, a friend that was like, really, you should get into blogging and stuff. And this was 15 years ago or whatever. And I never did. Um, Cause yeah, it was a, decent writer I you know I, I could come up with stuff you know and um but and like with Facebook like Facebook if there's no one on Facebook that I don't know you know right. it might it might be friends from high school it might be people I mm-hmm. legitimately haven't seen in 15 years but if you're on my Facebook friends list at some point we have crossed paths in real yeah, life like you, I actually right. know who you are versus Instagram there's you know, that was really kind of like I fart struck my farted. Hello, let me try that again. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I told y'all folks, it's going to be a show today. <laughs> um, yeah, that's when I started following just people mm-hmm. I didn't know because I liked right their pictures. And then, you know, later on, as I started the cosplay account, and we got into that. It was the same thing. I started following people like, hey, I don't know you, but you, you do some cool stuff. And then over time, yeah. you get to know the people and you know, eventually you start messaging and and you build friendships and and all that. And yeah, uh, like that's exactly how you and I became friends was yeah. we both knew a mutual friend who we both had not met at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then our paths crossed and it was like, oh, hi, your stuff is cool. And you know, cool people. And we just started chit chatting. Yeah. In fact, you were, I, I will never forget this. You were actually my 1500th follower. That's right. You've, you've shared that before. <laughs> because our, our good friend, Andy, crazy cocoa, but crazy cocoa butter cosplay, which is quite possibly the most syllables in any username that I know. <laughs> uh, I, he, he, he was, it was New Year's day. I think it was 2019. I think. Yeah, that would probably be right. Uh, yeah, I think that was it. And I was like, hey, you know, it's New Year's Day. It would, I'm literally like one follower away. And I, I don't get caught up on follower accounts or anything. I just happen to yeah. be looking at my page. I'm like, well, that'd be kind of cool to to hit, you know, a milestone on a new year. And oh, and then oh, boom, Trish. You followed me. Hi. Yay. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and here we are doing a podcast. Well, I, Who knew? And I still remember. So, cause I was the same way as you, like I had a private Instagram and then created the cosplay one. And I, with my private one, it's very private, obviously, because it's my family and close friends and my kids. Mm-hmm. But, and as a teacher, you're like, I don't want any students really to find me. Uh, but the cosplay one, I remember when like 50 people followed Andy and I, and it was like, oh my God, like 50 people are <laughs> interested in our shenanigans, right? Oh, I know. Like, it was right. so funny. But yeah, that and the, but it did start out as photography, which you both and I enjoy photography. You yep. are actually more on a professional level than me. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Seistrom's love of photography is what started Instagram. And he posted the first photo actually a few months before it officially launched in October. But uh, the first photo is, do you want to know what of? It's got to be better than the first YouTube video, right? It's, it surprisingly involves an animal though. Like the first YouTube video. It's going to be his dog. It was a dog in Mexico. He oh, was on okay. vacation and he posted this dog looking up at him and it's really cute. Oh. So, right. Nice. Uh, he's going to be the uh, co-founder and, of it and- with Mike Krieger until 2018. And then Facebook buys it out. And Mark Zuckerberg's now the owner, right? Mm-hmm. And, and now people have Instagram accounts dedicated to their dogs. Yes. Yeah. Specific fur baby accounts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, we know someone with a specific fur baby account. We know a few people, I'm sure. <laughs> but in some I cases, like it. In, in some cases, the, the dog accounts have more followers. And that's true. That's very true. I mean, no one that we know that I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to reference anything with that. Just in general, like, I mean, there are yeah. animal accounts that have hundreds of thousands of followers, you know. Oh, yeah. Like way more than, you know, someone who would be like the United States. The president of the United States. It's like, oh, really? Like, not many people. Maybe that's more what, people follow this one animal. Maybe we need to post more dogs on our account. Maybe that's what we need to do. Mm, we're lacking and not enough animal content. I mean, our next story is about a mouse, but that's know. true. So there are. We're just full of know, teases today. <laughs> you got to just listen just for keep what's going to happen, gang. Exactly. We, we got to get you through the account or we, the account uh, through the episode. We, We're like definitely losing it. We told you up front. <laughs> it's going to be a show. All right. Just uh, one of those one of those days. Yep. All right. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, uh, do you know how much Facebook paid for Instagram? Hmm. Am I crazy to say it was something like I'm going to give a range just because it could be all over the place. It was somewhere between 750 million and two billion. <laughs> You are close. It was one billion US in cash and okay. stock. Cash okay. and stock. Like, so, I want to know how much cash. So um, I wasn't far off, really, in in that assessment. I mean, the two billion, yes, was way over. But my yeah. my my gut was seven hundred fifty million. So you know, so you were close. Uh, that's, yep. that's pretty close. And you know how many active users there are as of September seventh? That was the earliest data I could find this year. Yes, okay. September seventh, twenty twenty one. Active users, active. So yeah. like there's accounts, but no one's using them. So right. active users. Um, active users, because th- there could be a billion accounts, but I'm going to say there's only like 650 million active accounts. Oh, you should have gone with your first one. One billion active users. Okay. That's pretty crazy. That's a lot because Facebook has like 2 billion. So I figured yeah. it's, it's not as much as because I like I know people on Facebook that aren't on Instagram. So I know people mm-hmm. exist out there that that aren't, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. You want to know who is the most followed person on Instagram? I was shocked by this one. This was not on my radar whatsoever. 
it's not a Kardashian. It's not. Um, no, but I do. I do have a. a, a it, is, it is a person, though, right? It is a person. And I do have a, a Kardashian link for the most pitch, the most like pitcher. <laughs> yeah, I think I know that story. Um, It's not Taylor Swift, is it? Nope. Is it a singer? Nope. And it's a person. Yeah. Trish and lack of sports knowledge. That'll be the hint I give you. So because it was just not on my radar at all. I was like, a, really? It's a it's an athlete then. It is an athlete. Is it a soccer player? Soccer or footballer? Yes. Okay. Depending on the term yeah. you like. So is it like Cristiano Ronaldo? It or is. Something? It is Christian Ronaldo. Okay. Por- Portuguese professional footballer with over three hundred million followers. Jeez, that's crazy. I was like, really? I wouldn't. I wouldn't um, have thought he had that many. No, I mean he's real. Like I don't even know sports, and I know he's like a really nice person in general. Mm-hmm. And I know he's a really amazing athlete. The most liked photo on Instagram is of what? Is it the egg? It is the egg. Yes. <laughs> if you I... go to <laughs> world underscore record underscore egg, there is a picture of a brown egg. Yep. The whole purpose of it was to surpass the record of 18 million likes that uh, Kylie Jenner had on a post. And it currently has over 15, 50 million likes. <laughs> and if you, if you go and search through those likes, you will find that I have liked that picture. You have in a bunch of celebrities like Taylor Swift, T Swift, like it. See me, me and T Swift. We got we're buddies. We're besties. You're, you're close. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, gender. Who uses Facebook more, males or females? You mean Instagram or Instagram? <laughs> yes. Uh, females. I have Zuckerberg stuck in my head. Females do, but not by as much as you would think. Only 53% and then 47% are male users. I was going to say 52. So, okay. That's pretty close. Yeah. And we're going to say that that um, it's the uh, gender that one identifies with, not necessarily biological, yeah. right? Because you can, you can pick that. Right. Um, trying to think I had another interesting statistic. Who is the age group that most uses Instagram? Now this, I think. Um, hmm. TikTok is very easy to answer. I think Instagram, I think, is going to be a little bit older than TikTok, but not as old as a Facebook audience. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say, depending on the way your demos are broken down, I'm going to say 18 to 35. You're so close. It's 25 to 34 is okay. uh, almost 52 percent of Instagram users are in that age bracket. Okay. Yeah, then the next one okay. is our age, 35 to 44. Okay. That makes sense because yeah. because you, you, demographics can be broken down in several different categories. Like, yeah. you know, like I said, 18 to 35, but you can have 18 to 25. Right. There's different. So that's why I'm like, I'm throwing a wide net. Yes. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. And I think if you look and see Facebook's average users are probably 30 to 50 ish. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Because every time like a new generation comes up, they're like, oh, you're on Instagram. Like that's old people. Yeah. And Facebook's like ancient TikTok and, is 18 to is like 13 to 21 or whatever. Yeah. Mostly. Well, and it was funny. One of my students the other day was like, you have Snapchat. I'm like, of course I have Snapchat. I've had Snapchat for like, I don't know, like since it came out. <laughs> like they're I've like, had, what? I've had Snapchat since you were born, kid. Yeah. Well, and this other teacher was like, we're human beings, too. We enjoy the filters. <laughs> like uh, last piece of trivia for Instagram. What uh-huh. is the best time to post a uh to actually post to get a lot of likes. Uh, now this this can vary. Okay, so I would look <laughs> at. Uh, it really, I think depends and, what you're posting too. Yeah, and I should preface this by saying that the majority of Instagram users, uh, the country with the largest amount of Instagram users, is 
America. So we're using North American time. Yeah. Because, of okay. course, if you're if you're using overseas time, well, then, yeah, it's going to be skewed for us. Right. Uh, so that's what I'm saying. It depends who your, your market is. I yeah. typically will. I seem to have better luck when I post. I usually try to post around lunchtime on the East Coast mm -hmm. because my theory is people are on their lunch break on the East Coast and they're mm -hmm. maybe just kind of getting settled in at work, but they're not actually working yet or they're waiting to start working on the West Coast. So that's yep. my logic. So that's what I would say, like 12, one o'clock ish Eastern. So there's there's four time. They give four times for the best. But your yeah. answer is one of them. 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. from Monday to Friday. Yep. Because people are checking it either after work hours or on their mm -hmm. lunch break. Yep. Uh, the other time is 5 a.m. from Tuesday to Friday because people are checking their phones as soon as they wake up. Mm -hmm. And then 11 a.m. on Saturday is when people are usually eating their breakfast lunch, your brunch time. Okay. And between 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., it's like a huge bracket, Tuesday to Friday is the most frequent Instagram engagement. Okay. Then. But they definitely said the, the 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. is like the sweet spot. And I have friends that post at 7 in the morning, and I have friends that post at 7 at night. So it's just kind of... It's how it goes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was no. interesting. <laughs> Lots of trivia in case it ever shows up on Jeopardy for you. Yeah which will now for the rest of this year be hosted by Mam Balak and uh, Ken Jennings. So that's, yeah, which is exciting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what else is exciting? Uh, I know what you're going to say, but what are you going to say? <laughs> well, I did tell you the next story is about a mouse. Mm -hmm. It's about a very famous mouse. Is it about Ralph the mouse on his magic motorcycle? It's about Stuart Little. <laughs> no, we are, of course, talking about Mickey Mouse and specifically... Mm -hmm. Because tomorrow, Trish, believe it or not, October 1st is the 50th anniversary of when Walt Disney World opened in Orlando. That's so exciting and also so well, upsetting that the pandemic <clears throat> has like stifled these celebrations. That could have been so epic. Yeah. Well, I, I technically should say near Orlando, not in Orlando, but we're okay. getting we're, we're getting into semantics, which we'll get it's into like, here. In a will minute. the Floridians get mad at you? <laughs> Uh, the Floridians won't, but the uh, Disney people probably will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> because Disney is technically not in Orlando, as we'll get to. Mm. But um, no, it, it's limited, I think, a little bit of probably what they would have done. Uh, they're still doing things. There's decorations up. They've got stuff planned throughout the year. Uh, they've got some new rides that are going to be opening uh, throughout the park. That's parks. pretty cool. So are um, you going to go? Uh, not tomorrow. The, the reservations for that, because you still have to have a reservation to go to Disney. Um, those filled up quite a long time ago when that block opened up. But I, I will at some point during the 50th year make it okay. out there and, uh, oh, cool. and go. But um, it's uh, one thing they actually did pretty cool. I'll send this to you so you can see it. We could post it in our story is they got together and had a celebration of the people that are still working there. Oh, what? people are still working there after 50 years. Yep. Holy moly. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That is. That is uh, surprising to me. Yeah. They had a nice reception for them and they took like a class picture and they got Aww. Mickey ear hats with like class of 1971 on them. And they gave them little uh, name tags and like little nice shadow box things. It's really it was really a neat little clip. I'll, That's I'll really cool. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, so what started as the Magic Kingdom, 
which is mm-hmm. the, the main when you think of Walt Disney World, that's what you think of. You think of Cinderella's Castle and the whole deal. What started back then 50 years ago has turned into four theme parks, Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom, two water parks, 27 themed resort hotels, nine non-Disney hotels on property, meaning not owned or operated by Disney. They've Mm. got golf courses. They've got a camping resort. They've got other entertainment venues out there. There's Disney Springs where you can go shopping and dining and there's all sorts of they've got over 25,000 acres and that's the huge scary, <laughs> the scary part is they've only used about half of it yeah you well and one time you showed me like a digital tour overlooking mm-hmm. uh, all the different sections and you're like yeah like these are kind of the ideas of what they might do over here in this area that's not being used yeah that's crazy they were really planning he was thinking ahead they were so here's there, there's valid reasoning to why he did that so we have a lot of friends that listen to this that live in California and are very familiar with Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, Disneyland is very different from Disney World. Yes, there's a castle. Yes, there's Haunted Mansion. There, there's a lot of similarities in the parks, but the location. So if you've never looked it up, look up Disneyland on a map and you'll see there's stuff all around it. Like they can't expand anymore. There's literally a McDonald's across the street from and we've talked about this. I think you yeah. ate at that McDonald's. In fact, I ate at that McDonald's. <laughs> um, the, the Anaheim Convention Center is there. Like you can't do anything to expand Disneyland. And when they were looking to build a second theme park, they knew wherever we build this, we want to buy up a bunch of land so we can grow. And so that way you feel like you are not in anywhere. Right. You know, because like if you could walk outside and no, there's a gas station, there's a McDonald's. You don't feel it. It's nothing special. When mm-hmm. you, when you come to Disney world, it, you know, you have to drive on a road for a little bit to get to it. It's, you feel like I'm going somewhere completely separate from the outside world and it's, it feels special. So in 1959, they Walt Disney productions began looking to build a second resort. And so they did some market research and found this is very interesting. They found that only 5% of Disneyland visitors came from east of the Mississippi River, which is where about 75% of the U.S. population was. So you Mm -hmm. have this huge untapped market on the East Coast. So he knew we need to build one on the East Coast. So as Disney's flying over Orlando, the Orlando area, he sees how the roads are connected and I-4 was going under expansion. And he just sees like, okay, this is kind of, this would be a good area, you know, and it's good weather, you know, it's not, you're not going to get, you know, snow and freezing. I mean, yes, it's hot in the Mm -hmm. summer, but whatever. So they began working on the Florida project as they called it. And so they started to work on acquiring land. And so they were, again, one thing Disney was very good. He was a smart businessman. He was very creative. He knew if he starts buying all this land as Disney, it's going to draw attention and it's going to raise the rates. Mm-hmm. So they create all these dummy corporations to start wow. buying land up. So sneaky. Like one of them, <laughs> one of them was the I four corporation. Mm-hmm. And it's spelled out like A Y E four. You know, or there's the Latin Latin American Development and Management Corporation, Reedy Creek Ranch Corporation. Like he comes up with all sorts of these names. In fact, on the uh, windows on Main Street, USA, you'll see some of these names, you know, memorialized. Oh, cool. They included it. Easter egg kind of thing. And so it's a long story short. So they use this to buy up a bunch of this land. And then as they're 
getting close to getting everything you know, finalized, then they transfer it all to Disney and it becomes a big thing. So it, oh. uh, I mean, they were able to buy some land as cheap as a hundred dollars an acre. Yeah, which is like dirt no, cheap. Yeah, it's nothing. And so once people knew somebody bought this land, people were thinking, was it Kennedy Space Center? Could it be, you know, the Rockefellers, Howard Hughes? There was a lot of speculation as to who it was. And eventually it kind of leaked out that it was Disney. And so they wound up making the announcement that Disney World is coming on uh, in November of 1965. And mm-hmm. kind of the rest is history at that point. That's so cool. That was real, like... That's when you realize the power of one person with an idea, right? Like you listed all the resorts and the hotels and the cruise ships. Like one person had a idea and it just like exploded. And we didn't even get into that about Disney Cruise. No, yeah. Because they say a lot of Port Canaveral, you know, over on the East Coast, because again, goes to the Florida connection. Like if you just focused on the two, like, well, and we know that there's other Disney worlds right? The Giro Disney and whatever. But mm-hmm. if you just focused on the ones in America, let alone like that one idea is so massive in terms of what they've created. Oh yeah. Let alone, like I said, the extended stuff. Oh, I, I totally believe in it. Again, to reference our friends that have been to Disneyland, mm-hmm. if you, whenever you come out here and go to Disney world, your mind is blown at how big <laughs> everything is. You're like, Wait, what? This is huge. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because my only experience is, like I said, I, I, I got off the plane, got to my hotel, walked to that McDonald's and tried out some American McDonald's, which was kind of funny, and then walked across the road to just go into the entrance part of Disneyland. And that's as far as I made it. I didn't really see anything. So you could technically say you've been to Disneyland at that point. I can technically say, but and I didn't realize you can actually go past. Uh, like I found out from the, the Californian friends, you can go past. You just can't go on like. The rides or things like that. Like apparently there's a place where there's restaurants. I just never made it there. I was like, oh, okay. I was scared. I saw the gate and I was like, that's it. That's as far as I go. Gotcha. I'm assuming that's probably like their downtown Disney area. Yeah. Sim- similar to our Disney Springs. Yeah. It's not. And our Disney Springs used to be called downtown Disney, in fact. Um, okay. Before it's been expanded and gone through a few different versions over the years, which is another thing. You know, Disney is always evolving. They're always adding something. They're expanding something. There's always something going on out there. Um, very cool. Can't wait till I can go one day, even though I won't go on the rides. I'll just hold everyone's stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I can assure you there's some stuff that we can get you on. So I, I, I will I will just thoroughly enjoy the experience of like being there and the aesthetics. I, I, and the I will. Food. I will assure you we have to get you a Mickey ice cream bar, first of all. OK, okay? and we have to get you a Dole Whip. Yeah, and I've we- had I've had a Dole Whip at the Dole Plantation in Hawaii. Okay. Well, it's not a Disney doll. Whip, I don't know so it if it's the count. same. <laughs> I don't know. It probably is, but we're going to say it doesn't count because it's not at Disney. And we got to get you a churro. And yes, gotta, I hear gotta, a lot about the churros. We're, we're going to we're going to take good care of you. <laughs> and I need to try the the milk at the, the Star Wars Galaxy's yep. Edge. Get the blue milk. Everyone. Blue milk is okay, the way there, to go. There seems like a big controversy over the green milk versus blue milk. Are those the only two colors? Yes. If you choose the okay. green milk, you choose wrong. Oh, okay. I mean, unless violence. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, unless you get the one with the tequila in it, in which case, then you probably don't care which milk you had. Um, Hmm. Because they have this. There's the blue one, and then there's a blue one with I think rum, and then there's a green one and a green one with tequila. Um, I'm definitely more of a rum person, so I guess that's blue. Yeah, I just I like the blue one better. I mean, I don't know. I, I think people need to call in to the anchor app and 
input on this. You team blue, blue or green? Blue or green? And I, I will judge you accordingly. And quite, <laughs> I will quite possibly block you on Instagram. Actually, if you vote for Oof. green, um. he's 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 deadly serious. He almost <laughs> he almost got rid of our friendship over the pumpkin spice latte debacle of last week. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. I judge something. You. <laughs> something uh, else that causes controversy and maybe judgment is our next story oh, and i i had i had one more disney thing oh did you have another okay sorry yeah, sorry no that's okay um, uh, alluding I, to another controversy then gang yes um so originally it was <laughs> you know the magic kingdom in disney world but Walt, roy disney walt's brother decreed after it opened that it would be formerly known as Walt Disney World in his brother's honor because of course Walt tragically wasn't around to mm. see it open he said everyone has heard of Ford cars but have they all heard of Henry Ford who started it all Walt Disney World is a memory of the man who started it all so people will know his name as long as Walt Disney World is oh cool except that no one does refer to it as Walt Disney World um they may not refer to it as that but if you look at all like if you go to the Disney World website, the logo it's always it's Walt, Walt Disney. Disney World. Yes, yeah, uh, and I mean that's like on all the movies and everything too. You see it Walt right Disney at the beginning. Picture, yeah, Walt Disney, right? Yeah, you um, definitely know Walt's name. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So the last thing I have for you, ticket prices T- for tomorrow. No, for or in well, general. Well, I have current, <laughs> but in 1971, how much oh, was it? Five dollars and fifty cents. No, you're not far off. Ooh, Trish got one right ish. It was three fifty for adults, two fifty for kids thirteen to eighteen, and one dollar for kids under twelve. Did we calculate for inflation? I did that math. (gasps) Yay! So your three dollar and fifty cent adult ticket would Uh be currently twenty three forty eight. Why do I think that a ticket to Disney is not twenty three forty eight? Spoiler alert. Parking for Disney is oh, no. more than twenty three forty eight. Ooh, Disney doing us dirty. So parking is twenty five dollars, okay. and uh, ticket prices are one hundred and nine dollars a day. Yes, I mean, but you can go on any ride, right? Like yes. all day long. And yeah. this this is kind of where this, that is a little misleading with the original prices because back then they operated on a ticket uh, book. You had okay. an A ticket, a B ticket, a C ticket, an E ticket ride so like each ride was a certain level of attraction so like e-ticket that was your big ride um, okay so you could buy you know additional tickets so 350 was think of it like a cover charge to get in the door okay and then, you then you have to buy coupons ride kind of like you do at probably uh, your local fair yeah that's you know? how it's run here mm-hmm. yeah so it's like this ride is three tickets this ride is five tickets or whatever the case may be well, nowadays, everything's built into the ticket price and you you, know, you pay the one admission fee and you can go do whatever you want all day. And OK, well, that's not as bad. I mean, when you think about the amazing rides that you're going to be able to go on and all day long. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. So and you can budget properly. Yeah. And side note, on October 1st, 1982, Epcot opened up at the Walt Disney. So that was the second park that opened. Right. Yeah. Two, two anniversaries for us. Very cool. Speaking of anniversaries and rodents <laughs> and controversy, <laughs> <laughs> I had to pick this one. Okay. October 6th, 1982, the musical Cats is going to open on Broadway. Now it had opened um, 
previously in England. So it was brought across the pond to Broadway. I know there's a lot of people either love or hate this musical and maybe even more so after the 2019 movie. There could be people that love the musical and hate the movie because I know people yes. that fall into that category. I have never seen the new movie. There's two movies actually made about it, but the newest one is the one that causes the most conversation. Um, but yeah, I love this musical. I had the cassette as a kid. And so when I saw that it was the anniversary, I had to pick it. <laughs> now, a lot of people might not know that the musical was based on the 1939 poetry collection, Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats by T.S. Eliot. And it tells the story of a tribe of cats called the Jellicles and the night that they make the Jellicle choice by deciding which cat will ascend to the heavenside layer and come back to a new life. So it already sounds like really out there, right? But I just love the music. It's so what, good. What, what drugs were people doing in the 30s <laughs> to come up with that? Opium. <laughs> Something. They don't take Something. that stuff anymore. <laughs> <laughs> now, the yeah. musical has been the winner of seven Tony Awards, including Best Musical, right? Um, despite the unusual, uh, it, the unusual premise that actually deterred investors away because investors were like, uh, I don't think we want to touch this with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> it actually turned out to be like an unprecedented commercial success and it grossed uh, $3.5 billion US by 2012. So it actually started the whole um, love of musicals, I guess, like that whole, like people wanting to invest and, and create more musicals. I was like, all right. So the London production ran for 21 years with uh, 8,949 performances. The Broadway production ran for 18 years and had 7,485 performances. It was the long and making it the longest running musical in both theater districts for a number of years. Cats has since been revived in the West End twice and on Broadway once. Uh, like I said, two movies have been made about it, but of course, the most notable one in 2019 that had Jennifer Hudson, Taylor Swift, um, Judy Dench, many, many more. And Memory, one of the most popular songs from the show, and it has been recorded by, do you want to know how many artists? People that have done their version. 30? More. Oh, wow. 50? <laughs> more. 100? More. 200? Under 150 artists. I feel like we're on prices right. Over, under, over, <laughs> under. We already did that episode. We did. <laughs> Not that long no. ago. Back and listen to it. So just imagine young, young Trish singing cats in her bedroom. My poor father. <laughs> uh, we actually have cats coming here uh, in the spring. Oh, I want to go. I would love to see it live. I know it's like quite, quite crazy. The sets are designed to be, I think, three times Wow. Like three times the scale of humans, so that it makes them actually look like cats in the in the stage. Which on that's the stage, a Disney effect. So, like when you're walking right. down, I think we've talked about this before. I don't know, but we're like when you're walking down Main Street, you see these buildings. Well, they're not quite as tall as they look because they used forced perspective to make things higher up, smaller, so it mm -hmm. looks like it's further away from you, and so. Yeah. You just feel like you're in this really magical place. Mm -hmm. So, Mike, do you want to know what cat from music from the musical cats you are? Sure. <laughs> so first, <laughs> this is a buzz a buzzfeed quiz, my friends. So you have to choose a Disney villain. Are you going to pick Scar, Hades, Cruella de Vil or Ursula? Mm, Scar. 
Nice. I mean, they're all good choices. Choose a fictional dog. Clifford, Snoopy, Goofy, or Brian Griffin? Snoopy. Uh, Clifford? Clifford, Snoopy. Yep. Goofy. Goofy. Or Brian Griffin. Okay, sorry. I thought you said Garfield. I'm like, Garfield's a cat. This is invalid. (laughs) And Garfield is my spirit animal. Uh, I got to go with my boy Goofy. Goofy? All right. Which member of the mystery gang are you? Are you Shaggy, Scooby, Fred. Daphne, or Velma? He's not an option. <laughs> not an option. Uh, I guess Scooby. <laughs> I don't know. I'll go with Scooby. Okay. Pick an art form. Dancing, acting, writing, painting. Acting. Acting. Pick an Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. Phantom. <laughs> oh, it is one of them. There, okay. the, other, <laughs> the other options were Jesus Christ Superstar, Evita, or Cats. But you can pick Phantom. So we're going to go, go with Phantom. Phantom. Yep. All right. I've seen Phantom Choose, Live. Well, and you have an excellent Phantom cosplay. Oh, thank you. Choose a type of milk. Whole, almond, 2% soy. Whole. <laughs> don't do any Pick, of those other three. What is it? I, I read a meme the other day that said I've had, <laughs> so silly, I've had more peer pressure to try oat milk than drugs. <laughs> I saw that. Like, that There's is truth so true. For <laughs> almond milk, I think even. I think I've, I've uh, tasted two percent and i've tasted almond milk before that's okay oh, see but I'm, I'm like just... i'm like a one percent skim girl oh i know i'm sorry uh or almond milk i try to actually limit dairy because the whole thyroid thing but and, and it comes in a bag just, just not just, not no. in alberta though okay we got regular containers here right. no, pick a pick a vacation spot are you going to new york hawaii paris or rome mm. Depends. Am I going by myself or am I going with a beautiful lady? Um, I guess Let's imagine I'll... you're going with a beautiful lady. Because <laughs> like Rome, that kind of, you know, maybe, you know, I don't know. Uh, I guess we're going to manifest. Uh, we're going to manifest. I'm going to go with New York because okay. Hawaii is beaches and I know they're different than ours, but I can be at the beach in an hour. So I'm going to go with New York. All right. The city that never sleeps. Pick a female star. Lady Gaga, Rihanna, Beyonce or Adriana Grande. Ariana Grande. Sorry. I was going to say, I think it's um, you're, you're I, I was getting my daughter's name mixed yeah. up in there. <laughs> uh, Rihanna, Ariana, who else? Leggy Gaga. Gaga or Beyonce. Uh, Gaga. Gaga. Going to be a little monster. Yes. How would you desc- your friends describe you? Loyal, mischievous, fabulous or funny? I'll let you pick that one. Okay. I'm not going to tell you what to pick. No, okay. I'm going to, I mean, you're all of them. You're super funny. I don't, you're mischievous because you do like to pull surprises and okay. sneakiness. We'll, we'll go I'm going to go with mischievous. Mischievous can have a little bit of all of that because you can be sweet and mischievous at the same time. Mm-hmm. And... It doesn't necessarily mean malevolent. Right. Oh, I love it. You are macavity. <laughs> you live which... a secret. <gasps> macavity, macavity. Oh, okay, fine. I've never you... seen it. <gasps> I just you just gotta listen to it. You don't have to see it. Okay, McCavity, you live a secret double life. Nobody can figure out because you choose to hide who you really are. Once people get close to you, they love your personality, but it's not easy to get past those walls you've put up. There's some truth in that. I know, like you know, eighty percent of these BuzzFeed quizzes are garbage, but there's, I guess, there's some truth <laughs> in that. I mean, like, I don't open up to. I mean, I'm very personal. I can have a conversation yeah. with anybody. But I don't really open up to you a lot until I get to know you, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's very cool. That. All right. I don't like the fact that the uh, the image that they use on the BuzzFeed article is from the new movie. Like, give me the original cats. Where their fur suits 
I remember a reading rainbow episode where LeVar Burton got to go behind stage and become one of the cats, which was really cool. All the fur was yak fur. Oh, so I guess if you're allergic to yaks, don't take in that show. Yakety yak. Don't talk back Mm -hmm. and don't talk to us because we're out of time. (laughs) Well, actually talk to us because that's actually your whole bit that you're about to do. Never mind. That's right. To give us your feedback. If you have any questions, concerns, queries, or freakouts, you can find us on Instagram at uh, the Trish, the Time Machine with Trish and at the, Mike. At the Trish and Mike Time Machine <laughs> Show. Okay. You want to try that again? You can find us at Gmail at the Time Machine with Trish and Mike. <laughs> you can find us on Anchor and leave us a voice message. Uh, search us up on YouTube. I'm trying to think how else can they find us, Mike? Uh, I don't know, but just, 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 just find Trish some help. That's all we need at this point. We'll see you next week, folks. <laughs> next week right here on The Time Machine. <laughs>